This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Talk money to me. Hello and welcome to Talk Money To, your financial podcast where we explore the markets, investable ideas, financial strategies, and of course, chat to experts in our industry. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Candace Burke. And I'm Felicity Thomas. Now today we're going to unravel the mysteries of behavioral finance and help you craft a winning investment portfolio. That's right. So we're actually going to be deep diving into the world of biases that influence our financial and investment decisions. So get ready to gain a whole bunch of insights on how to overcome these potential biases that you may face and to build a solid investment strategy around it that really stands the test of time. Now, before we go into any further detail in this episode, please remember that our chat today is not personal advice. Even though we're registered financial advisors at Shore and Partners, please note the podcast and the content discussed does not constitute personal financial advice, nor is it a financial product. That's right. So also a gentle reminder that the content indeed on this podcast is general in nature and you should always go out and seek your own professional appropriate advice before making any of your investment decisions. The information and facts are based on the time of recording, which is the 8th of August, 2023. So with that disclaimer out of the way, let's kick off the conversation felicity. So kick us off. Okay, so before we actually go into the four different biases, which is loss aversion bias, herd mentality bias, overconfidence bias and anchoring bias, and how these can really impact your investment decisions, we're actually going to update you on the streets, bulls and bear case. So CB, what's in the bear camp this week? So the bears are still really talking about um, the inverted yield curve. So the yields you know, are facing upward pressure in the credit market for the better half of this week with supply chain concerns and um, the latest kind of driver following the refunding announcement. Fitch downgraded uh, the back half of last week their US credit rating from AAA to AA+, so AA+, citing, you know, expected fiscal uh, downgrades, growing debt burdens concerned and erosion of governance. So that's, I guess, a major kind of bear concern out there. And also disinflation is not in a straight line as evidenced by the hotter average hourly earnings and ISMN service prices. Still a lot of concerns around, you know, tighter lending restrictions and credit um, coming out from the Fed and their survey with the banks there. So still more concerns around, you know, um, kind of weaker demand there for C&I. And also we have some capitulation hints with multiple firms flagging oversized hedge funds degrossing. Really what this kind of is, is alluding to is the bull bear spread is really above the average for the ninth consecutive week. And investors' intelligence bull bear spread 
is the widest it's been since summer 2021. So it's a bit of a bear signal there. There's also lackluster revenue beats, you know, being played out in equities at the moment. And CapEx, you know, is it's quite narrow there. And, you know, over buybacks is another kind of area of concern. There's a widening gap between the SPX and treasury yields and high yielding bonds. So the, the bond volatility measures is really signaling that yield inversion that I'm saying. So I guess the bears are still not dampening down. They're still kind of, you know, out there really quite concerned. And it comes around to the point, Felicity, of like, you know, this soft landing. Are we still landing? No one really knows. So it's just really interesting to keep in mind, you know, whether you're a bull or a bear in the market at the moment, I think just be cautious. But on the flip side, if we're going to be more optimistic, Mystic. What are the bulls saying at the moment? Okay, so in the bull camp, so labour market loosening, not crashing with second straight NFP miss and downward revisions to prior months. There's a bit of a macro surprise with momentum still elevated, underpinning the soft landing narrative, which we've spoken about. Despite backup in rates, peak Fed sentiment remained intact, with December Fed funds still around 5.4%. Now, I'm actually going to counter your comments with the Fitch downgrade. So it's not actually expected expected to drive any meaningful forced selling of treasuries and the street highlighted outside its importance of the asset class. Earnings beat rate continue to run above the five-year average and strategists noted earnings revisions breadth recently turned higher. Uh, so that's a little point there. Now, while price action is mixed, big tech earnings takeaway is a fairly upbeat with Amazon the standout on AWS stabilization and better e-commerce, while Apple highlighted strength in services and record installed base. There's still a lot of consumer resilience, still a notable earnings theme, while spending shift from services back to goods could help with disinflation. And the BOJ Deputy Governor said recently the YCC tweak does not mean exit from ultra-easy policy. Yeah, so definitely the market's keeping us all on our toes, not all doom and gloom out there. And I guess, as we always say, let's just be quite cautiously optimistic and really see how the next couple of months roll out in the economy. That's it. You definitely want to stay invested. Now, I want to be a little bit cheeky here before we jump into the rest of our episode. We all love an investable idea on Talk Money to Me. So we're actually initiating a position in BAE Systems. Everybody loves a good investable idea, right? Love that we're sneaking in an investable idea. So the code for those not familiar with this company is BA on the London Stock Exchange. So BA.LSE. That's it. And we feel that BAE Systems is uniquely positioned to benefit from the multiple tailwinds amounting from rising geopolitical tensions among the major powers, which should actually lead to higher defence spending globally. And we've actually spoken about that before. Now, Bay's two largest customers, the United States and Great Britain, announced further planned increases in defence spending as part of their budget proposals released in March of this year. So very timely. Yeah, really interesting. And also with defence, you know, it's kind of a sector that doesn't really matter what's going on on with the macro environment because it is a crucial sector and well it benefits more right when there's tension so yeah and and not only are governments spending a lot on this but also companies you know massively we're seeing with companies spending a lot in protection and cybersecurity. so these two countries in particular the US and Great Britain you know amount for such a big part of the global economy but along with Australia also you know we're seeing recently announced long-term agreements to design and develop at least eight nuclear submarines for Australia 
while they leverage off BAE's designs. So the company is kind of well positioned, we believe, to benefit from the growth in the overall defence sector and spending by the NATO countries, such as Germany and other countries in Europe that are operating in, let's call it geopolitical volatile areas and geographies of the world. So I think that's an important one for you to look at in the portfolio. That's right. So we are buying some base systems here. Now, in a moment, as promised, we're going to get to the bulk of our episode and our topic being behavioral finance and biases that impact potentially your investment decisions. Maybe you felt it before. We're going to unpack that, but just we're going to unpack that and a lot more. But before we do that, let's just take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And we are back. Let's begin with the loss aversion bias. So this phenomenon makes us fear losses more than we appreciate gains. Imagine you're holding on to a losing investment, hoping it will bounce back. I think a lot of people listening have actually done that. Now to combat this, remember to set clear exit points for your investments. It's always a good idea also to consult financial professionals to make informed choices based on facts rather than emotions. Yeah, this one is definitely one that I've suffered from in the past because because it's it's really hard to step away from the emotion of looking at a position down and we do feel the down position more stronger I would say than a gain and that's because you know this the the way our humans uh, are wired right the brain is wired I should say but it is crucial to recognize when emotions start to take over your investment decisions because loss aversion stems from an evolutionary past where avoiding threats was crucial for survival. You know, but these days in the world of investing, this bias can lead to irrational decisions like holding on to a losing investment, hoping it will recover. Now, remember, markets are volatile, so it may be losing today, but you haven't yet sold it, right? So you've got to think about why did I go into this company in the first place? Has anything changed? Do I need to reevaluate it and maybe have predetermined exit or sell points uh, to help you? Also, when you diversify the portfolio, it will reduce when one particular stock or investment is down in a single loss position. That is the power of diversification. That's it. I think you can also flip this as well. Uh, people are quite scared to take a profit when something is doing really well. So I think that's also important. Um, but yeah, most people feel a loss a lot more than they feel a gain. Um, so having a 
well-defined plan, sticking to it, you'll be better equipped really to navigate market fluctuations and avoid the trap of loss aversion. Now let's tackle herd mentality bias. This one was probably all over your screens if you're following the markets in 2020 and 2021, right? Like it was what, what is the herd doing? What's the flavor of the month? We had meme stocks. It's really driven by our innate need for safety and comfort. And it's also sometimes called FOMO. That's it. And I guess you could say a little bit with the AI phenomenon when crypto. So following the crowd can really lead to poor investment decisions. We witnessed this during a lot of market bubbles. Now to avoid this, take a step back and conduct thorough research before making your investment decisions. I think another history little lesson uh, just for you all, because <laughs> I'm a history buff. <laughs> I think one of the first original market terms and coins for FOMO was the tulip market bubble. Have you heard about that? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah. So again, it just was a frenzy, right? It was just have to have to have. Every asset class does this. We've seen it with crypto. We've seen it with property. We see it with stocks. So that's why we come back to the Portfolio Construction 101. The lesson we all learn is diversification. It is literally your shield, your armor against herd mentality. Spread your investments across multiple buckets multiple asset class and industries to minimize the risk. Remember, it's about playing the long game. It's not about timing the market. It's time in the market. Don't get caught up with short-term noise, trends and FOMO feels. Exactly. So I think that's a really, really important one for all listeners. Now, moving on to overconfidence bias. You know, we tend to believe we're actually better investors than we truly are, leading to excessive trading and higher fees. There's actually a really simple remedy. Embrace humility. Yep. Be humble. So this is a great tool to remember or put it up on your inspiration board, you know, not only for the world of investing, but just for general life, right? Whenever you need to, don't be afraid to ask other opinions, ask experts, their opinions who do this on a regular basis to have a regular review and research into your certain investment strategy. It's okay to admit we don't have all the answers at the moment. It's okay to admit we could be wrong. Stay open-minded, be disciplined, be keen to learn more and be more rationalized with your long-term goals. I'm also going to add another little bonus tip here. I think we've said it a few times, Felicity, indeed on this podcast, but also to our clients and investors. Always start in a sector of the market that you know well already or you have some experience in it because you're more likely to really stay the journey and stay constantly educating and updated on the latest news to really stay long-term focused. That's it. And it's a really tricky game trying to play the momentum trade and be a trader in and out. I mean, most traders don't generally actually make that much money over the long term. Um, You'll find that. So I think it is really important, like Candace said, find some company that you're interested in, stay the journey and really know what they do, because then you're willing to actually hold on through the goods and the bad. But obviously, we're not saying if it's a bad report, bad report, bad report, you should stay invested. Um, But, you know, things can turn around. And this is where dollar cost averaging does become your friend but there is a point to just kind of hang up the boots and um and move on lastly let's explore the anchoring bias now this bias actually traps us into relying too heavily on initial information anchoring can distort our judgment leading us to make decisions based on irrelevant reference points yeah and the way i think about anchoring is often when a company ipos 
and they put out their prospectus, yeah. right? And they're thinking, right, day one, we're going to promise you five years is going to look like this. And you get stuck on that initial conversation. So to break free of this anchor, you know, challenge your assumptions, go back to the original documents that you, or your research, you know, look at a range of perspectives, look at that prospectus because it's always optimistic, but think about, okay, what are their competitors in the space? What are the challenges? What happens in this business uh, model when we have a recession, et cetera, et cetera. Ask the good and the bad questions. And another great tip is starting with a clean slate when evaluating investment opportunities. Don't think about the past. Don't think about other competitors in the space. Don't let any first piece of information hold you captive and anchor you down. You know, your portfolio, we believe, should be built on a foundation of well-researched facts and not biased anchors. Yeah, so in summary, I think building a robust investment portfolio requires a clear understanding of the biases and a strategic approach to overcome them. So by setting predefined exit strategies, diversifying your investments, practicing humility and challenging initial anchors, you're on your way to crafting a portfolio that really stands strong in any market. Yeah, and I think, look, it's it's something we've all challenged ourselves with, every investor, the good the best out there to the to the first timers, to financial advisors, everyone does face these challenges. It's part of human nature. But if we can overcome it, not only you become a better person, we think, but a better investor. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you found a bit of value out of it because we're all about trying to give you the right tools and the tips of the trade to really make you become a more successful investor along your journey. Remember, it's not just about the numbers, it's about mastering your own mindset. If you've enjoyed this episode today, don't forget to subscribe, rate and share with any of your fellow friends, family members and investors. Lastly, before we sign off, please remember, although Candice and I are financial advisors at Shore and Partners, please note our discussion today does not constitute as personal financial advice. As always, you should seek professional advice before making any financial or investment decisions. Feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email, which is displayed in our show notes below. If you are on Instagram and looking to follow us, we would appreciate if you did so. Our handle on Instagram is at TalkMoneyToMePodcast, where we do daily market updates. So that's a wrap, guys. Stay mindful, stay savvy, stay invested, and keep shaping your financial future. That's it. Patience is really key when investing in the market for the long term. Until next time, see you then. Talk Money to Me is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Talk Money to Me are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. 
In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Talk Money to Me acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.